What's up, guys? I am James Hake. We are now live on the Hake Report. Guess who's back? Hake is back. 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 What's up, everybody? TheHakeReport.com is now once again live on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how long this lasts. Hopefully, hopefully it'll last a long time. Maybe I can uh, be wise. We'll see. Twitch.tv slash TheHakeReport, Facebook, DLive, Periscope, which is also Twitter, um, Trovo.live. Do I owe you guys an apology for referencing? Is that Eminem? I think it is. It is Friday, June 18th, the year of our Lord, 2021, and this offensive, anti-Christian, anti-American Apple calendar is telling me it's Juneteenth, tomorrow. June blah blah. Anyway, guys, I do have a hand-picked song for you, and bef- I have to start, start it basically right now. I want to do Muscle and Flow. Muscle and Flow is a song on the... on. Uh, a Menomina album. I've been playing Menomina, Menomina songs. Menomina. Hope you enjoy Muscle and Flow by Menomina. And hopefully I don't have to shout so much because I think I'll be able to get grab the video from the YouTube. And it tends to have the music be quieter than the re- video recording for the podcast because I get drowned out when I upload these things on. I was uploading to Rumble. I have a Rumble thing now. And I also have... Bit shoot, I was, now that I'm back on YouTube, I can probably, neg- I will probably be neglecting them again. What a mess. Shameful. Tough times make you get creative and, anyway, what a mess. Listen to Muscle and Flow by Menomina, and we'll be chatting, I'll be taking your calls, Lucy Goosey Friday Show. Enjoy. My favorite Muppet song, Menomina. <laughs> How's the volume, guys? One for great, two for too loud, drowning me out, three, four, and it'll get louder. Three for a bit quiet, three for please turn up the song. One wrong word and you're out of here, eh? One false word. Thank you for the warning to to White. This is probably the reason Hate got a strike. His horrible music. The bad music got him banned. What's up, Willie? Over there on Facebook. Nice to see you. It's creative. It's somewhat Christian, I think. No offense, but you gotta hit the gym, bro. Thanks, man. I love white people, James, not the music. (laughs) Press four to turn it off. Not that we're gonna comply. Hey, you a Cali guy. I know. Sounds like the 90s. This is early 2000s, I do want to say. 
Isn't the piano nice? I am doing, by the way, guys, Samuel the Swedes show, The Cross Stream, on Sunday. This part sounds Christian. A broken man. But, I'm not sure it's a Christian song. <laughs> Where's my lyrics? He says, if I could, I'd be on my knees. That doesn't sound Christian. You got pretty bad taste, James. <laughs> said, if Jesus could only wash my feet, I'd get up strong and muscle on. Because Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. I'm going to talk about the illegals, as you know, guys. Illegals out of control. Texas Governor Abbott. Grandstanding. I have more about Justice Clarence Thomas and Obamacare, by the way. I have a feeling that these guys worship women and not God. Isn't that always the way with guys? Musicians, too. I have a little bit about June Blah Blah. Known by some of you as June Blah Blah Blah. And I have a little bit about the IRS versus Christians. Anti-Christian IRS. Hey, this is better than a teen angst yelling. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. I think that's about it. So, guys, it wasn't too bad, right? Kind of like Peter Gabriel. Somebody said it sounds like the gorillas. Let's get right on with the show! <laughs> happy to be back on YouTube. Now I can upload that Steve King interview, Congressman Steve King interview to YouTube. Finally, right? And we'll be chatting. You can call in 888-775-3773. Hope you enjoy this show. It's going to be fun. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of stuff happening. This is decent. Yes, that is the original A.J. Gallardo theme song. Written, on, written and recorded. 
in one sitting on Christmas Eve of 2017 up in Big Bear, California. Right on. Shout out to Anthony Joseph Gallardo. Gallardo. And to the man who made the song that I normally play Monday through Thursday, the Hake Report theme song, Trevor Wesley. Excellent work, man. Always appreciate that. Um, I will be reading your super chats. Streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report as well as Trovo.live slash the Hake Report. I'm demonetized still on YouTube. When I go on YouTube, it says six months later. (laughs) I think I applied back in like August or October or something of, uh, of last year. And I barely found out a, a month ago or less. Oh, we have declined your thing, your uh, ap- application to be monetized again on YouTube. Whatever, YouTube. And they pretend that it's not advertiser-friendly. But all the degenerate stuff that they push is advertiser-friendly. <laughs> and they give it to children, too. Sick. Sick. And also, I'm demonetized on DLive.tv. So if you want to support... You can support Jesse Lee Peterson on DLive.tv. So that's good. I have a story that I have to show to you guys before I get to the calls. 888-775-3773. Nice. <laughs> I got, ba- I got a, that mirror effect where I'm not sure which way I sh- should be going. I'm pointing to... Th- if, those of you listening on the audio podcast, I was pointing to the number on the lower left, I guess, of my screen. Yeah. Smuggling illegal aliens around the border patrol, around the border patrol, is a booming business for drivers, so-called U.S. citizen drivers. And I dare guess that many of the quote-unquote U.S. citizen drivers in Texas whom they are recruiting are not Chris White, skateboard white Chris, or James Hake type U.S. citizens. (laughs) I do believe that they could be confused for illegals themselves, but that's just a guess. It's not a guess, actually. I've seen it in person. I've seen, we've seen footage. I've shown footage, actually, and I have B-roll, throwback B-roll that I could play for you guys, too, of this mess. The Epic Times reports social media platforms. This is what the social media platforms should be cracking down on and censoring. Actual insurrection. <laughs> Subversion of the country. Social media platforms, encrypted messaging apps, and Google Map pin drops are being utilized or used. Fancy word for used. To move thousands of illegal aliens around Border Patrol checkpoints and eventually to large U.S. cities. In Texas, drivers are being recruited on social media, lured by the promise of quick cash to haul illegal aliens to to San Antonio, Houston, Austin, or Dallas. One U.S. citizen driver told the Epic Times he was promised $1,000 per person for the seven Guatemalans he was moving from Kinney County to San Antonio. We've seen... Maybe this is the same so-called U.S. citizen driver who's in the video footage. Do you want to play that? I have it inside that folder. It plays, there's a little bit of noise to it, but it's basically 
quiet b-roll so I can just keep talking you just play it you see them chasing you will see them chasing this driver or driving up to the point where they stopped him and you'll see the guy getting uh, arrested and it doesn't look like an ordinary US citizen <laughs> looks like a Hispanic to me maybe and then you'll see them pop the trunk later so watch that as I read this the driver the Del Rio section of Texas Mexico border Texas-Mexico border. It's largely ranch land. I've told you that before. Small communities dotted in between, linked by rural roads. Rural roads. The driver will have a general idea of the pickup location. As the illegal aliens get close, the communication will ramp up, according to Homeland Security Investigations, HSI official, part of ICE. There's a foot guy that usually used to bring... Did you see that guy? <laughs> usually used to see, bring the non-citizens across the international border. The official said, ridiculously using that Biden-Harris-Obama word, non-citizen. They're called illegal aliens. Ridiculous. So far this fiscal year, since October 1st, 2020, San Antonio HSI office has initiated more than 320 criminal investigations related to human smuggling. That's just what they suspect. That's just what they've caught. In fiscal 2020... The office initiated almost 450 smuggling probes. Smuggling and trafficking in two distinct, are two distinct activities, by the way, according to ICE. Smuggling is the transportation of people from one place to another, involving deliberate evasion of immigration laws. Trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to compel an individual into a commercial sex act or involuntary servitude or slavery purposes. Child trafficking needs not prove force or fraud or coercion. Yeah, you can play both of these clips. Look at that. Illegals in the trunk. I assume that they're illegals. I think it's a, fa a safe assumption, right? <laughs> have you ever ridden in the trunk before? <laughs> I might have. But that's because we were trying to pile into the car. High schoolers, you know. The, and that's the statute of limitations has passed, so... My high school friends can't get in trouble. Um, by the way, one guy led cops on a 50-mile high-speed chase in this area, reaching 100 miles per hour sometimes, before crashing head-on with another car, killing eight illegals in his pickup truck. Hope that was worth it, buddy. He and his passenger survived. So he dropped eight, he, eight, eight grand dead. A second vehicle that they stopped near the crash site had 12 illegals. Smuggling generally carries a two-year minimum sentence. Most smuggling arrests are in South Texas and West Texas. And a lot of these illegals are males. I dare say most of them are males. Fighting age males, by the way. Or working age males. So it's not, oh, these innocent families. Not that the families are innocent either. Not that they're even families, honestly. The cartels are now reaching out because they need more labor. Can you believe this? To cities such as Houston, San Antonio, and others. Using social media, promising lots of money. Said Texas Department of Safety Director Steve McCraw. He showed a recruitment video on TikTok. A smuggling recruitment video. <laughs> TikTok. Flashed wads of cash and the words, Drivers needed. 
DM to make some racks with bouncy music reminiscent of the neighborhood ice cream truck playing in the background. Mexican cartels have always done a very good job, of, unfortunately, of seeking and recruiting our children along the Texas-Mexico border. Our children. To support the cartel operations, smuggling operations. Often juveniles avoid prosecution. Talk about taking advantage of our weak, soft laws. Mexicans wake up slowly, like little kids. (laughs) Juveniles avoid prosecution for smuggling drugs or humans, making them targets for recruitment. Reminds me of, like, the um, abuse of the... the, What are those things? Those where people go... um, Shoplifting rings. There are shoplifting rings in California because you can steal up to $999.99 and then it's, uh, you don't go to jail. What a mess. Uvalde County Sheriff Ruben Nolasco. I've mentioned this guy before because I've talked about how, you know, family men have had to, like, tell their children, you can't play it in our own yard. And tell the woman to get in the house. And tell the illegals to get off the porch. And threaten them with guns and stuff. So I've talked about this Ruben Nolasco before. He's the sheriff of Uvalde. U-V-A-L-D-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. West Texas people or South Texas people? Let me know. Said the majority of drivers he has dealt with are, who are U.S. citizens. U.S. citizens out of Austin, Texas. Well, many of the vehicles are stolen. Young adults, early 20s, possibly mid-30s. No respect for life or property, he said, by the way. Very dangerous out there. What kind of U.S. citizen has no respect for uh, life or property? Are these blacks? Are these out-of-control Hispanics from bad families, too? Maybe some whites? I don't know. Uvalde, by the way, border agents have been caught smuggling drugs and taking mess like this, too. Uvalde is currently plagued by high-speed pursuits. Listen to this. I don't even think this happens in L.A. County this much. I could be wrong. Two of the longest highways intersect in the city. Nolasco estimates there's an average of 2% two pursuits per day in his county. Ramped up about two per week in, uh, from It ramped up from two per week in January when the border crossings started to spike. In the region, Texas state troopers have recorded a jump in vehicle pursuits from seven in January to 50 in April. Wow. That is out of control. June 13th, a U-Haul truck containing 27 illegal aliens was stopped near a Texas Highway Checkpoint, north of Laredo, according to Customs and Border Protection, CBP. The agency said the cargo area was unventilated, had reached 106 degrees Fahrenheit. Illegal aliens were from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. Driver and passenger were U.S. citizens. June 10th, just three days earlier, 33 illegals discovered and locked inside a U-Haul near a McDonald's in Big Bend, Near Big Bend, Texas, 12 were subsequently transported to hospitals. So, and then we have Greg Abbott, whom 
I consider a rhino. I know that there are some people in Texas who are fans of him. I know Bobby in Texas is not particularly a fan of his, especially with regard to his uh, ending the unemployment extra benefits related to the communist shutdowns early. I'm okay with that move, I think. Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued a state disaster declaration June 1st, pushing resources to control the border spillover crime, and spillover crime. 34 highly affected counties all along the border, plus a couple um, up closer to, like, you know, 60 miles away, 70 miles away, where they're still having illegal problems. Abbott launched a website, by the way, borderwall.texas.gov. I think I have a screenshot of this borderwall.texas.gov website. He's asking for money to build the wall because they want to build a wall privately without the federal government help. He's demanding that the border, the Biden administration return the land seized by the federal government under Trump to build the border wall because Biden canceled the building of the border wall, but they still have the land that they took through condemnation powers, condemnation powers. I guess that's similar to eminent domain to obtain property along the U.S.-Mexico border previously owned by Texans, private citizens. So they took away their land and they, and they canceled the wall that was supposed to protect them from the illegals. So they have $250 million to start and... He's asking for more donations. Trump is going to the border alongside Texas. I mean, alongside Texas Governor Abbott. June 30th, supposedly. We'll see. We'll see. He said criminal trespassing, smuggling, and human trafficking are a major problem. Sheriffs are saying it's only a matter of time before someone gets shot. Because the uh, illegals are getting bold. I told you yesterday in Hake News, Abbott is a giant rhino and he won't even stand up for Texas, says Asmador. And I believe Asmador knows Texas. Abbott is better than other rhinos, though, says David Flores. <sighs> what a mess. Uh, but I told you guys about, um, what was I going to say? Oh, they're getting bold. They are threatening, they are, I'm talking about the illegals, they're cutting giant holes in fences. I told you about this in Hake News yesterday at the end of maybe hour one, or maybe hour two, one of the other guys, um, on the J.C. Lee Peterson show. And they're threatening people. One guy held a gun and the guy was still not backing down, he had to cock the hammer, show that he was serious. (laughs) Because illegals are making threats, I know where you live. One guy told this woman as he was getting arrested, or this couple. Crazy. It used to be that they would try to be respectful, so-called. Respectful illegal aliens. (laughs) And avoid, you know, homes and things. Unless they were desperate. Crazy. I told you one story where we had what I called a home invader from, we think, Guatemala. My neighbor thought Guatemala when I was a kid. Came into, that, came into my parents' house when we were all kids. All of our kids were, all of their kids were kids, children. 
and came to our room, didn't see the parents, left. I, don't, I didn't see it. My brother saw it, though. He's all, oh, I thought that was a friend of the family. Such and such a friend of the family. <laughs> but no, it was, a, it was a Guatemalan who was claiming he's a Mexican. Then went down to my, I guess my mother forgot and left the garage door unlocked. <laughs> Crazy. He just waltzed right in. It was from the Lord. So my dad's all, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, get out of here in Jesus' name. Stuff like that, maybe. This is according to my mother. And I've told you guys this this once before. And he eventually communicated to my dad that he wanted to sleep in the family van, the van that we had at that time. My dad's like, no. But they let him stay in the bed of my dad's truck, which had a shell, and it had, like, nice carpeting on the bed. Oh, you loved that carpeting. I used to ride in the back of that truck. 83 Toyota pickup. Beautiful. But he let him stay there, put blankets. And so I was walking out for church the next day. It was a Saturday night that this happened. Sunday morning, walk out for church, and I see this, this illegal sleeping in my dad's tr- truck with, like, the blankets... Blankets with, like, Disney characters on it <laughs> or something. And then later on, I see my neighbor, who's Hispanic, our neighbor who was Hispanic, talking to this guy, and the cops talking to him, and the guy was claiming to be Mexican. And then the neighbor's like, this guy, he doesn't really know the food or the culture. He must be Guatemalan. They say they're Mexican so that they get deported to Mexico, so they're closer to the border, rather than all the way down to Guatemala where uh, they have to come all the way back. (laughs) What a mess. Yeah, it was an illegal. Crazy. And then, the, by the way, the Hispanic neighbor said, you're lucky, the Mexican neighbor, I assume, said, you're lucky you didn't come into my house. My wife keeps a knife or a gun next to her pillow. (laughs) True. Crazy. Anyway, uh, let me get to Bobby in Texas. He wants to talk about the border situation. Our charitable na- nation will be the death of us, says uh, Chris. Yeah, nice, nicey, nice white Christians. And yet we're the most demonized because we're the most easily pushed around. What a mess. Terrible. Um, Bobby in Texas on the border and on Juneteenth. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, buddy? Doing well as well. Thanks, man. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I've been... Been able to call. I've been super busy, so uh, been I've been listening, but I haven't had a chance to nice. give you a call. Well, that's good to um, hear. Yeah. So, uh, first off, my I, I don't hobby farm. Like I, I have I have over a section of land that I farm, <laughs> so it's, it's not just a hobby. It's, it's just a <laughs> okay. <record straight. laughs> but it's uh, not your primary business. Well, I own a business, but I didn't. I bought that business via farming. Oh, wow. Okay. So it is my primary, I would say. Okay. And it's where I work. I don't work at my business. Okay. Nice. So, uh, but yeah, so, and uh, another thing real quick, the uh, name of the town that you keep referencing is Uvalde. 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 Okay, all right. Right. I'm like, Uvalde. Uvalde. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to pronounce it all Mexican. What in the world? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I asked the question. <laughs> well, 
because I asked it out loud. I'm like, you guys probably know that I'm, you guys probably think I'm mispronouncing it, which sure enough, I was. Yeah, there's a lot of weird names down in that particular region of Texas that are kind of, that'll catch you off guard. Like, you'll read them all wrong. You, I've done it for years. I, I go there often, so that's why I know. Right. Like, there's a town that's right near there called, uh, they call it called Lakey, but it's spelled like Leaky. Oh. Leaky for about a decade. <laughs> so that's Uvalde? Uvalde. Uvalde. Okay. Nice. Appreciate so, that. Um, so, Juneteenth, like, I don't have a problem with Juneteenth per se. Like, I, I, don't, I mean, it's not a holiday for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't see it being registered as a federal holiday because I figure those are for everyone. You right. I mean? a, yep. a federal holiday should be something that everyone would celebrate. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have a problem with the emancipation of slaves, whatever. It is what it is. It's done. <laughs> and I don't mind that yeah. black people are excited about it. You know, I would be probably, if whites were the, um, the receiving end, I would probably be okay with, you know, celebrating the day that my people were no longer slaves. So. You, you think so and to I this day? It, was, it would be on your mind? Maybe. I, don't, I honestly couldn't say. I'd, right. If it was a holiday and I was brought up celebrating it, like, I figured it was a Texan holiday. I didn't realize it was even a, a national. <laughs> I didn't realize they celebrated in other states. Right. I would think they would be having enough, you know, to know that, that they were already freed in every other state. So why not celebrate the day that their state was freed? But whatever. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. And I mean, I know Trump was like platforming, like making it a federal holiday before, like in his reelection campaign. It oh, he was? Didn't. Yeah, which didn't bother me then either. It seemed like a smart political move, you know, get, try and gain a few little bit of, you know, votes where you can. I suppose, but it would be so much more powerful to to put a stop to all of this kissing up to blacks. It's the last right, thing we yeah. need, you know. But but I'm but I do it. like Trump anyway. I re- I love yeah. Trump regardless. Yeah, I have no issues with Trump. I love Trump. I think he's great. Yeah, I, I don't have any, uh, you know, I don't have any problem with it, you know, and I don't have a problem with like the the idea. I, I don't think it should be a federal holiday since it's not for everyone. It's not a yeah. Know, it's a local. Don't, it was a local event. Yeah, it's like are we going to make Cinco de Mayo a uh, federal holiday? And you know, like where do we where does it end? You know, you know, uh, Sleepy Biden told this woman Opal Lee. 94-year-old woman who's been fighting and marching to make June blah blah a federal holiday for decades. You are an incredible yeah. woman. So it was pushed by this woman. Psh, give me a break. Anyway. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Abbott going to, he's funding the wall ourselves, which I was a fan of originally. I've always thought that, you know, as soon as they stopped the building it, they should have been like, all right, well, we'll just take it on ourselves and get it done. And at least keep Texas safe, you know? Yeah. But, and I mean, I think he used, last I read was like $265 million of tax dollars to build it, which, whatever, I guess, to give it a use as money as they can spend it on other things, better than go into, you know. Yeah. I would, I would pay, I would gladly pay more taxes, not that we need, not that it's actually necessary, to deport all the illegals. Oh yeah, that's where that <laughs> two hundred sixty-five million to deport. I'm all over that one. Yeah. I would deport so many people from this country. Like if you're in Antifa, if you're in BLM, you could. Yep. You should be. You should be sent. Yeah, honestly, you know, the Democrat Party is not even a valid party. 
and the Republican is quickly losing oh, any validity as well, if not well, really if they liked, haven't already lost it. I really did enjoy that uh, Steve King. That's his name, right? Nice, yeah, Congressman Steve King of Iowa. Yeah, I really, I really liked that interview. I thought he was he was legit. I've never even really heard of him before. Yeah, I really liked his answers and his stance on on subjects that you are you were t- discussing. Like he seemed like pretty knowledgeable guy and just seemed like he had the right ideas. Like he had the, you know, he was a politician, but he didn't, you know, he didn't seem like he was, you know, uh, pandering to, right. you know, all the weakness and all the left nonsense. Like seemed like he still had some sort of respect and, you know, reasonability about himself. Yeah. Yeah. Logic. You know, uh, um, another person, the Fallen State producer who listened to the show too, remarked about how he said he couldn't he said that the media couldn't find one person neighbor former friend relative to say a bad word about him because it wasn't there there was there was nothing negative about him they had to make up something yeah he seemed like just a really down to earth nice guy like yeah. and he the things he said like that he had helped more black people than you know all these rhino and you know, left-wing people, like, he, right. helped, he had done more for them than they had, than any of those people had. Yeah. Because all they are is hot air and talk. And here, we're going to promise you a bunch of handouts that'll just basically drive you further into, a, you know, that, that state. Yeah, he said that about that disgusting woman who put out some disgusting statements against him. And in pretending to care about the Republican Party, the GOP chairman, female chairman, Ronna McDaniel, who yeah, multiple times accused him of white supremacy, which is just yeah. a total boogeyman. Give me a break. First of all, this is a free country. You can be what you want to be. Second of all, he's not even really in. I don't think that he's particularly really into the white thing. He's like, no, yes, we were Anglos. Like this is America. But he's yeah, like... like he was into logic. <laughs> yeah. And like making English the American language, like, of course, like, come on. Like, There's this... 70 there's this false... 80% of the country speaks English, so it right. makes sense that everybody should speak the same language yeah. for inclusion. So, That's for unity. You know, right. Yeah, so everybody can be included, not, oh, some, there was 12 people speaking Spanish. It's so good he, for the Spanish speakers understand. to learn English and for the Chinese yeah, to learn English. Like, you don't want to go in a store. Like, I've met a lot of people, like, where I live that don't speak English, and, like, they are... They're, they're, they feel like outcasts. You can tell that they feel like almost ashamed that they can't speak English, that they're kind of like, you know, having to wait for someone else to like help yep. them out, tell them things. They can't order food at a restaurant. They're just like, uh, and they, they, just, they make them appear to be uneducated. I mean, they may be, yeah. a lot of them are actually pretty smart, but it makes them, gives them the impression that they're uneducated and, you know, they're treated as such. First world problems sliding into second world, which is communism. Evil. What a mess. But yeah, I thought that was a really good interview that you did with him. I enjoyed that. I'd never heard of him, so it was really cool to, to kind of see a, yeah. a politician that, you know, that has those kind of views. That's cool. I'm Are, so used to seeing the rhinos and the, you know, the disgusting left. Right. Are you are you anywhere? Do you ever see anything related to illegal aliens in your town or um, all that stuff? I mean, I'm in North Texas, so I mean, I see, I know there, there's plenty in like, they were busting them in during the, right, during the, uh, 
COVID vaccine because we had our, my city had, uh, we had a ample, I guess, supply, or maybe we had an ample amount of people that were not interested in getting it. So they were like people coming <laughs> from the border. They were like, uh, flying them in from the border and busing them in from the border. And some of them were leaving and some of them were, you know, staying, living here and trying to, you know, looking for, I guess, positions and probably moving more to north and moving to where they have family and things like that. But yeah, yeah they were, they were paying tax dollars to get those people up here to get them vaccinated. And then whatever from there, they're like, all right, see you. Right. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. We, don't, we don't have the uh, problems that they have, definitely not, like, on the border towns have. Like, right. Where they, we're having people walking into their land. Like, that's not really around here. But they are, here you're right, have, I mean, they are all over the country. I, I remember being surprised to see, oh, they're up in Seattle, they're up in Portland, they're up in uh, all over the place in, in uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, wherever I visited. I can't keep the Carolinas straight. I have horrible. like Oregon and Washington with like the marijuana trade there. Like that's yeah. really like that, that supplies those illegals, you know, lots of job opportunities and lots of, you know, things like that where they're able to, you know, work for cash doing jobs that are, you know, in that field that are fairly difficult and cartel related. So, you know, there's a lot of like that type of business. Yeah. Man. Not so much. I wouldn't think on the East coast. Right, but they're there too. I remember there was a there was an illegal who there was an illegal who was over eighteen going to some high school, and then he was accused of rape or something. I don't even know if it was true of a younger Hispanic girl, but maybe American or something at at the school. And I don't know if it was real rape or statutory rape or if it was a false accusation or what, but he was an illegal. And it was one of those that was dispersed under the Obama administration because they, like you said, bust and flew them around the country. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like here. There's there is a, a I would say we probably have maybe five percent of the city I live in would be illegal, <sighs> and wow. they, they they stay out of trouble. You know, they don't. They're not right. The type they keep a like, low profile. They drive slowly. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They and they they do everything by the book to try and avoid any. Right. Imperial altercations. So they're just like, they're trying to avoid. And, you know, you don't see them often except for like, you know, when they're in their field, you know, in their job. That yeah. They do. Like you may come across them at a restaurant for lunch with another <laughs> with a big group of them. Yep. Like usually though. So, and they'll have, you know, citizens with them to keep them right. you know, safe and keep them, speak for them and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a girl that works for me that's married to a, a fellow that he doesn't speak English. And I don't ever ask because it's really not my business. But I don't ask her you if he's suspect legal though? or illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I suspect because he doesn't speak English that he's, you know, he's not new. He's not old to this country, that's for sure. Wow. What he's a mess. second generation. Most second generation Hispanics speak English, whether they're illegal or not. Right. Yep. Well, I appreciate it, Bobby. It's great to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, good to talk to you. And one last thing, I, I am a fan of the show. Just nice. In case you were, I, I noticed you were asking. He's a fan <laughs> of the show. I am a fan of the show. We no, I was saying I think you're a friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I am a friend of that, too. Nice. Fan and friend. Cool, man. Great show. All right. Good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks again, Bobby. Have a nice weekend. You, too. All right. You. Take care. Um, before I get back to calls... Let me tell you 
Did I give you Senator Tom Cotton? I gave this to JLP. Senator Tom Cotton, it's just a picture of his, his Facebook post a year ago, June 19th. And according to Bobby, even Trump was trying to push this. Trump was going to have a Tulsa rally. Remember that, remember that Tulsa rally? I think it was the first rally after the shutdowns, even amid the shutdowns. Anyway, June 19th, Friday, 2020. Senator Tom Cotton, whom I kind of like oftentimes, sometimes, let's say. I know people who really respect him. I know some who don't, um, but they don't talk much about him because he's really not the worst. Anyway, he said, Juneteenth, former, mil- former military guy, is a reminder of America's triumph over the evil of slavery. Oh, come on. We've traded one evil, one... I guess it was evil. I mean, there were evil aspects that happened, I guess. I don't know if if, if slavery was inherently evil, was it? I mean, it's not ideal. Anyway, part of a long struggle... Life was tougher back then. We didn't know what it was like. Anyway, he says, Part of a long struggle to live up to our nation's most noble idea that all men are created equal. Doesn't mean they can't become slaves. Anyway, uh, America is a fundamentally good country, he claims. But there's still work to be done. His truth is marching on. And that's supposedly a reference to God. But I'm like, there is no more to be done. What do you mean there's still work to be done? That's what the liberals have been saying forever. Now you have rhinos saying it? And this guy's not even the worst of the worst rhinos. But he's... And and I want to like this guy, too. But... We've done... We need to undo a lot of this stuff. Is the problem... More work to be done. <laughs> Hake with the rebuttal. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, um, a year ago, Trump held that rally, and they were saying, oh, Trump the super spreader, because a lot of boomers went and stuff like that, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's just very interesting. You know, there's this, I call him a center-left guy, but generally pro-America, really. Um, journalist and activist, movie, he's made films, he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show on The Fallen State, um, Mike Cernovich, he tweeted, pointed out that all this Juneteenth stuff, it was not a focus until Trump scheduled a rally for the, that day. And then he, according to New York Slimes, moved the Tulsa rally date back in t- June 2020 to the next day on Saturday. He held it on Saturday instead of Friday. Out of respect for so-called Juneteenth. But Tulsa is in Oklahoma. It's not any... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Tulsa, Oklahoma is anywhere near, what, Galveston, Texas? Am I right? Is Galveston where the Juneteenth thing happened? Galveston, Texas to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let's see. It looks like quite a ways. Yes, indeed. Eight hours and 47 minutes via the inter- Interstate 45 and, and US 75 North. That's a long drive. Galveston is way down on the coast. Tulsa's Tulsa north latitudinally, if you believe in the ball-tarred earth. Or I think the, ball, I think the flat earth people still believe in latitude, right? Maybe. It's north of Los Angeles. It might even be north of Las Vegas. So anyway, 
why do you have to postpone it? The, Juneteenth is only for Galveston people if they want to, maybe. I wouldn't hold it against people with generations in Galveston, I guess, to celebrate this June blah blah mess. But anyway. Wikipedia, by the way, they have an old article on the 2020 Trump Tulsa rally. It was big because the media, mainstream media smeared it. The Boston Globe is saying Juneteenth holiday is, a, is symbolic. Don't confuse it with racial justice. Cernovich uh, pointed out Obama didn't install this thing. Didn't try to get that into a holiday. And by the way, the black conservatives who are, all, who are okay with this or happy with this, they're missing the point, because the point is pandering. It's all it is, and it's, it's not all it is, actually. It is, as some of you guys pointed out, an attack on America, on whites, because this is pushed by the worst people, among other things. June blah blah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And this Opal Lee, you are an incredible woman. Always a woman pushing this mess. But there are some ridiculous blacks who push the MLK thing being a holiday. It seemed like I saw footage of, I guess, uh, Ronald Reagan signing MLK Day into a law. You know, MLK becoming a, a day. That was pushed by black radicals in the Congress and stuff. Give me a break. And he's like, oh, I don't know. We'll find out whether he was a communist or not. He seemed like he was kind of begrudging, only grudgingly signing it into a holiday. I wish he would have vetoed it. That would have been awesome. Wouldn't that have been based? I still like Reagan, I guess. Hague teeth. <laughs> Tulsa is like 10 hours away. Yeah, Brandon M. Correct. Speaking of ridiculous, I got to get to, no, hold on. I'll, I'll put off some ridiculousness for now. I got to spread out the ridiculousness. Hang tight. Hang tight, Tony in California. I'll get to you soon. I got to get to Ben in Maryland. Ben has an interesting question. How are you doing, man? Thanks for holding. Ben? What's up, James Hake of the Hake Report? Not much, man. It's great to hear from you. Amazing. So, yeah, I just, my question was basically, like, before you discovered all this Jesse Peterson, you know, uh, would you consider yourself a Bible thumper? Yeah, and and actually, even a little bit to this day, I haven't shaken it completely. I'm still a little intellectual. To this day! So I get sucked into these intellectual arguments way, I notice, way easier than JLP, who just gets to the root of the issue. So, yeah, I was and am... A Bible thumper, although I I never really just outright rejected stuff that sounded like stuff I hadn't really heard about in the focused on in the Bible, you know, that other people get hung up on, other who who are a little bit more hardcore or or uh, closed-minded of Bible thumpers. I was in I was a Bible thumper, but I had my eyes a little bit cracked open already. Like, like you hung on, like kind of they were like kind of dogmatic in a sense. I was. I don't know if it's a white thing or if it's just a, a, a sort of a weaker human being thing to um, 
get into trying to figure out your problems and read and, oh, this is going to renew my mind. Reading the Bible is going to renew my mind and heart and stuff like that. I have to get it from the head knowledge down to the heart knowledge, that type of stuff. But I was really into reading the Bible and I could point out ways that Jesse's stuff that Jesse said was is complete, completely biblical. I knew it right away that it was. And it also rang true, though, separate from the Bible. Just, you just can plainly see a lot of this stuff is plainly true. But yeah, I was into... Uh, I'll get sucked into arguments with people about what the Bible says or about... Because a lot of the Bible thumpers, they take positions that are actually against what the Bible says. So that's a temptation for me to start telling, that's not even what the Bible says. You're saying stuff that's not even in the Bible, pretending that you're, pretending that Jesse's disputing the Bible when it's actually you. <laughs> so I get sucked into that stuff sometimes. I mean, like, the debates are fun, though, aren't they? They are. Here. Yeah, they are. True. You just don't want to get your pride involved, your ego, because people get sucked into an ego battle. And debates are cool, but they don't change people people's heart unless they're unless they're ready to hear the truth i mean yeah i understand we kind of just yeah. come from a position of wanting to win the debate right you should be wanting to not necessarily win a debate but just tell the truth mm. so i guess what you're not a trinitarian anymore i was never particularly a trinitarian i never when i was really into reading the bible i was like because I would hear every now and then the claim that Jesus is God. And mm-hmm. I never really... I mean, I would use Jesus and God sometimes interchangeably, but I never thought, oh, Jesus is God. I would hear that in a couple of uh, the Christian songs I used to listen to. But from what I read, it, was, it remained inconclusive. And it actually was a question that troubled me when I was in college. Because like, the Trinitarians kind of have like a monopoly of Christianity. Yeah, they they sure seem to nowadays, huh? And that's interesting because it wasn't so explicit. Oh, you have to believe Jesus is God. Otherwise, you're denying Jesus. That's not denying Jesus. Denying Jesus means denying that he was the Christ or that he was the Messiah. That's what denying Jesus is. And also, the denying Jesus is when you uh, don't actually believe what he says. You pretend to love him, but you go on sinning, even though he said stop sinning and stuff like that. That's actually denying Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. It, it is interesting how they've... How there's a false version of Christianity that's so weak, so kiss-up, so um, intellectual and empty and vapid that has taken over. The mainstream, the establishment of everything seems corrupt nowadays. So, it's a big mess. Uh, yeah, just a final question. Yeah. What is your, uh, I guess, opinion on the statement that many people say Jesus is Lord, bro? Like, they keep keep saying it, right? Kind of keep pushing it. Keep saying that Jesus is Lord? Yeah, but, like, I, I know that's basically them just kind of wanting to say... That's fine to call him Lord, because it, calling somebody Lord, that's an old-school way of, like, a master or whatever. Yeah, but that's they different from God. in the sense of, like, a synonym for God. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. And I always used it that way, too. I didn't really... I mean, I knew that there was a distinction, whether it was all caps in the Bible that I was reading or not all caps. 
So, I don't really have an, a, a big opinion on it, honestly. I guess, like, definitions just change over time for that, then? Yeah, people start to make assumptions about what they read. It's kind of like what our, dis- our uh, discussion on the Jesse Lee Peterson show between the experts and Jesse uh, about the third eye thing. People hear something that Jesse Lee Peterson or somebody else says or the Bible says, and they jump to conclusions. They assume something that's not there. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely How old are you, Ben? Yo, I'm an adult, man. Nice. Right on. Just made this, made it. Oh, right on. Well, happy, right on happy birthday. Congratulations. Amazing. That's cool. That's amazing. <laughs> you moving so out? No, oh, not yet. Okay. Better. Better do no, it. No, I, I know. I will. I will. I mean, you <laughs> yeah, should. You, know you want, Do you want to? Yeah, I want that sense of independence. Yeah. It, it's, it's so nice, man. You'll, you, you'll like it. You said you smoke pot? Huh? You, did you say that you smoke pot? No, nah, no, nah, I'm just oh, saying good. that it's possible in some states now for me, right? Oh, and yeah. Age 18, you can buy cigarettes and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, no, that's uh, uh, was it restricted to 21 years old now in Maryland. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, that's funny. They get overprotective of some st- on some stuff and then uh, encourage people to go hog wild with the sex and all that madness. At a younger and younger age. Pretty sick. Yeah, disgusting, because they used to offer condoms for free at my high school, bro. That's just insane. Yeah. I've heard over in Los Angeles here, there were black preachers who were handing out condoms at churches in the 90s. So it's been a long decline. Are you Hispanic? Yeah. Huh? Are you Hispanic? I don't know how I could tell. Not just sure how it. Yeah, tell. how could you? I don't know. You got some psychic. Yeah, you, know, you got uh, <laughs> what? What did they call it? Apostolic gifts or something like that? Oh gosh, <laughs> no, I don't think that's apostolic gifts. I think that's just uh, maybe I have a good ear for people's dialect. Except one time, I called a lady Hispanic, and she, turned out she was Jamaican. I only know Hispanic people, so every every time somebody has an, any type of an accent, I'll assume they're Hispanic. Dang, I didn't know I had an accent. I learn something new every day. It might not even be your accent. It might just be the way, you know, your uh, personality and the quality of your voice. The timbre. Hmm. <laughs> timbre is like the co- tone color or something like that? Yeah. I don't know that tones have colors, but that's something that I learned in college. Hake has Pretty a race radar. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, it's great to hear from you, Ben. Appreciate yeah, it. Are you a Bible thumper? Were you ever a Bible thumper? Yeah, I was a Bible thumper. So now you're, now you're, are, have you switched from being a Bible thumper to a Jesse thumper? Do you thump uh, Jesse's stuff to people or are you just chill right now? Oh, I just chill. I mean, I, I don't nice. know if I'm like a full Christian yet because I haven't gone and forgive, right? And that's like a big part. So. Do you, do you, Know of do you know yourself as resenting anybody in your parents or anything? I mean, I, I guess resent. I mean, I guess we all have it, even if it's just up subconscious, right? So, well, if you notice it, that's when you should do it. If you don't notice it, don't just do it just because somebody else said it. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool, Ben. It's great to... How long you been listening? The Hick Report? Either one. Yeah. The Hick Report. Uh, I listened to Jesse's things, what, last... I think, what, August or July of last year. That's when it started. Okay. Right on. Yeah, and then, and then you were, like, in January. Nice. Well, I appreciate it. Have you, is this your first time calling my show, or have we talked, have we talked before? No, nah, we talked multiple times before. Okay. I felt like that. Cool, man. Amazing. Right. Have a nice Did weekend, Ben. The report? All too, right. Man. Take care. By the way, guys, make sure you do catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Lin Yen Chin says, The second language in Jamaica is Spanish. We Jamaicans speak it poorly, according to the Hispanics I met. <laughs> All right. See? Okay. She might have had a little bit of a Spanish accent, that Jamaican lady, mixed into her Jamaican accent. Could be. We are coming up to the top of the hour. Before I get back to calls, Tony, I'm coming to you next. Appreciate your patience, man. Hang tight. I will be reading any Super Chats, guys. Appreciate the support. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Justice Clarence Thomas and this Obamacare ruling. Just to clarify, because Mays pointed out that Justice Thomas sided with the liberals to let the, uh, you know, against the states that were suing against Obamacare. I will clarify that, hopefully. But anyway, this is another Menomina song track. It's not a song, no singing on it. Yes, it is an instrumental. Actually, I, I kind of honestly prefer their instrumentals. They're more like normal sounding. I like the vibe that goes with them. They're older. A lot of times people's older stuff is better. This is called Krunka by Menomina. Enjoy, and I'll be back in just two or three minutes here. Hang tight for hour two. Coming right up.
Hake, are you taking the chat for a wash? Asks me. Yes. I, uh, I, uh, video recorded a car wash. Yes, I washed my car. Is that the DMT car wash? No, Doom Jesus, we do not do drugs here. Drug-free class of 99. Is this a la U Akbar music? Asks PJ909. Instrumentals are nice. Singing is just words without melody. Or with melody. I don't know. Thank you, Mike Gibson. Please, I can't do music today. <laughs> What's up, Jeanette? Nice to see you. Shout out to Jib Jab and it's the ayahuasca car wash. What are you guys talking about? No, I'm kidding. Dr. ADD says, not just the Bible, the Quran also tracked what the sky did. Also, it did mention catastrophic flood followed the moon's arrival. Wow. Interesting. Okay, guys. Quickly, before I get to Tony coming up next. Clearly unconstitutional. Two justices. Samuel Alito, who I say I have conceded. He's probably pretty solid as well. I always say there's one true justice, and that's Clarence Thomas. But Samuel Alito, Samuel Alito, seems okay, right? He seems maybe even better than okay. He and, who was it, Gorsuch? Wanted the, uh, the Supreme Court to rule against, rule in favor of the states, right? The 18 Republican-led states that were, who were challenging this federal so-called health care, really health insurance meddling law, forcing people to do all kinds of mess. I heard that back in, what, 2015 or 2012, Thomas was dissenting. Justice Clarence Thomas was dissenting against Obamacare. Just FYI. So he didn't just change his mind. He, he, I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it. The Supreme Court the other day ruled 7-2 to that the plaintiffs, 18 Republican-led states, lacked the standing to challenge Obamacare, which suckers like to pretend is, is the Affordable Care Act. Give me a break. Nothing about it is that. It's not affordable. It doesn't, it's not about actual care. It's not about the, the just kind of care anyway. And it's a, an act of war on America. You lose freedoms thanks to Obamacare. Obama doesn't care. Romney doesn't care. <laughs> the states had wanted the Supreme Court to overturn the law because the individual mandate was set to zero by our real President Trump. And then they said that the entire law was unconstitutional. Justice Stephen Breyer, though, wrote the majority opinion against this, he, against those states. He was joined by Sotomayor, Sonia Sotomayor. Can you imagine we have a woman named Sonia, and I use the term loosely, a female named Sonia Sotomayor in the so-called Supreme Court, acting as a judge or a justice. Another woman named Elena Kagan, E-L-E-N-A, Kagan, female, disgraceful. Thanks, Obama. Not. John Roberts, the rhino, the total rhino. Clarence Thomas, whom I like anyway, 
regardless of this opinion. I don't know if I agree or disagree with him. Amy Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh, the two weaklings, Gorsuch was against this. Amy Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh uh, were Trump appointees. Alito, in his dissent, described today's decision is the third installment in our epic Affordable Care Act trilogy. He said the decision follows in the same pattern as installments one and two. In all three episodes with the Affordable Care Act facing a serious threat, the court has pulled off an improbable rescue. Texas and the other state plaintiffs have a standing because the seven so-called justices, one of them is a real justice, Thomas, said that they didn't have standing. He said now the quote-unquote tax imposed by the individual mandate is set at zero dollars. The mandate cannot be sustained under the taxing power. As a result, it is clearly unconstitutional, and to the extent that the provisions of the ACA, Obamacare, that burden the states are inextricably linked to the individual mandate, they too are unenforceable. The justices, the justice Alito, the, the decent one, one of the decent ones, added the Supreme Court was presented with the daunting problem of defining the individual mandate, which the same court redefined in 2012 as a quote-unquote tax. And that was, I believe, John Roberts, the rhino. The lower courts mostly sided with the Republican states but agreed to delay enforcement while the appeals process continued. Defenders of Obamacare, which compromised about 20 Democrat-led states and the House of Representatives, had also appealed to the Supreme Court. Instead of defending the constitutionality of the uh, individual mandate, he said, the court simply ducks the issue and holds that none of the act's challengers, including the 18 states that think the act saddles them with a huge financial cost, is entitled to sue, even though they're directly hurt by it. What a disgrace. Anyway, Thomas, Justice Thomas, considered one of the most conservative justices, if not the most. He wrote in a concurring opinion uh, with, uh, that the plaintiffs in the case hadn't shown that they were injured. They hadn't shown that they were injured by the individual coverage mandate and therefore wouldn't give them the standing to file the lawsuit. As a result, according to him, he joined the majority. Whatever, Justice Thomas. You're acting too fair, maybe. <laughs> of course, his vote wasn't the deciding factor. If it's 7-2, to two, whatever. I don't know. But injustice ruling in the, in the country, right? Mama spirit. Oh, let's take care of people. And let's control the people. Let's encourage them to... Isn't... Uh, yes, indeed. Obamacare included so-called uh, the pill. Birth control. It's the last thing we need. We need white babies. Sick. But I still like Thomas, Justice Thomas. You will never get me to not love Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas. Let me talk to Tony in California. How are you doing, Tony? Good morning. How are you doing, Hank? Doing fine. Appreciate Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's a good day in America. <laughs> Why do you I say mean, that? Because the... Uh... The government has passed the uh, Juneteenth uh, holiday. Oh, and, you're easy and, to please. You're well, easy to sucker. 
well, you call as you please. I mean, I understand there's haters in every every aspect of America. Of course, of course, because the yeah. haters passed Juneteenth. Well, the thing is, sir, it's a hater day. You, it's not a holiday. There's nothing. Holiday stands for a holy day. There's holy. nothing holy about Juneteenth, at least not nowadays. What, what, what's you people, Halloween? You what's people. Easter is Jesus' raising from the dead day. That's oh Resurrection Sunday. Prove it. Prove it. Show me some evidence. I don't need to. I don't need to. That's right, because it's all beliefs. It's nope. all make-believe. It's reality. Okay, well, that's the same Juneteenth is make-believe. Okay, now that's the real deal. Bro. Nope. It's long past. It's long gone. You're, in Cal- not- you're based in California, or re- at least from California. So you're nowhere near Galveston, Texas, sucker. But I'm black. I'm black, brother. That's irrelevant. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. And your eyes, and your eyes it is, and your heart is definitely is. Yeah. Because you got hatred in your heart. No. But the thing is, it's reality. You have hatred in you your heart. You have to deal with it. You have to your deal with it. Your heart is what's black. I, because America ca, ca, is See? changing. Changing for the worse. Indeed it is. Changing into hatred and kissing up to black hatred. That's what it is. That's what the Indians said about whites. That's what the blacks said what did they about say? whites. What did the Indians say about whites? They are taking over our country and our land. They, they didn't these, have a country. These immigrants, these immigrants the Indians did not have land. a country. They did. Well, they, they had land. They might have had land, but they did okay. not have a country. Okay, that's okay. It was that's their not okay. Land. It's their land. No, it's not. You, it's our your land. Stole it. Nope. We rightfully you took it. For it. We paid much. We paid a lot for it. Yeah, you did by stealing it. Nuh-uh. We paid in lives and money. That's what I'm saying. You went to war and you stole it. No, that's not. War is not stealing. War is not stealing. The same. Hey, hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony, get it through your thick head. War. War. War is not stealing. It's not. Nope. War is come, war. When you come in peace, when you come in peace, which the whites and did, and put blankets that gave them smallpox. You don't even know if that story is true. You don't know what you're talking come on, about. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come stop, on, man. Stop all the shenanigans, bro. You're the ones with the shenanigans. Juneteenth is a shenanigan. Can you keep it 100? June blah blah is a shenanigan. On, man. I understand you don't you don't want change in America because the white man is fading away. Have you migrated from the children's library to the adult nonfiction library? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Did you know but that the, the Bible is, is nonfiction and nonfiction means true? Okay, well, you know, in your eyes it is. Yeah. The thing is, until I see evidence. <laughs> you don't some care some about evidence? Writing, some type of writing on the wall that's saying that all this is true. I have you writing have- on the wall of my laptop that says, okay. from okay, Hydro... Wonderful. I have a super okay. chat, and the okay. writing on his uh, on this Streamlabs wall says, "Hold on, can I, can Tony I is t- you asked for evidence. Tony is the evidence. The black males have the nature of women. Thank you, okay. Hydro, with the S- Streamlabs super chat. In order for you to know, so you have a nature of women, nature of Tony. Woman. We all got natures of women because we came through a woman. Oh division. my gosh! So, Who's so, we so, all? Who? How many you, people are you? Everything. everything I'm not that's human." Everything that's human, it came through a woman. Wow, you're gross. Uh, okay, okay, set, you know what up there. 
<laughs> don't don't come with that. The small to me. Hold on. Uh, what? Brandon M says. Uh, Brandon small, M. Yeah, yeah. Brandon F- M put you in your place. Uh, yes, okay. the, a Sucker, couple of days Sucker ago. FB. Who else coming, man? Who else coming? Can he I, says over there on Trovo.live slash oh, the Hague Report, the smallpox oh. blanket theory was created, according to Brandon M., by Howard Zinn, the communist. He's dead now. Oh. His son is okay. trying to push the madness, along with a whole okay. bunch of other communists. There is and no evidence. He, there is no evidence of blankets with smallpox. And I guess the... Uh, Thank you! Show okay. me the evidence. Show me the evidence. You know Man, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Thank man. you. I mean, thank you. Uh, y'all, y'all promising one thing and turn around and, and did something else. The same thing with same thing with the Indian. That's why they call it an Indian giving. And for the acres in the mule. You ever heard of Indian giver? Hey Tony, you ever heard of Indian giver? Yeah, I heard of what. That means that there was shenanigans, or at least we didn't understand their culture, uh, where they gave us something no, expecting us, expecting something, and then they asked for it back, and so we didn't. I don't know. We started the Indian giver thing. According and to lore well, I, that I, I heard. And I understand what the hell white folks did. Wow, you almost is, you almost got really filthy with Brandon M. Wow. Well, look, you keep bro. don't be the vulgar. Thing is, this, the thing is this. Don't be vulgar, Tony. I understand the world is changing. You don't like it because it's not that you in control of it, but I've never been color, in control of the world, Tony. People of color. Tony, hey Tony, over hey Tony. Tony, yeah. I have never been in control of the world. Well, the thing is, I've been, I've, I'm watching the world go from, from halfway uh, decent or one quarter of the way decent to all evil. Okay. And you're celebrating okay. it because it was, you're a sucker for evil. It, it was evil when you came through that womb, and it will be evil when they lay your butt in the grave. Okay. So just deal with it. Okay? Thank you, thank you, Tony. Just deal with it. All right. But the thing is, you don't know if I'm dying. Here. Well, I rebuke that. Like, Cancel like those words in the name of Jesus. Said, Keep on laying down and getting up. You don't see death. Is that a threat? No, that's that's the truth. It's something that you you wouldn't know truth if it slapped you in the face, Tony. That's the truth. You're a joke. You got you issues. Understand. You have issues. And you know one thing? Everything breathing got an issue. No, <laughs> you got serious issues. So, you got to check so yourself. And you know what they, why do we This is the same man. All the millions of dollars away. This is the same man, I put him on hold, who sent 40 emails. And I'm just underestimating, probably. <laughs> Jay says, play some Pink Floyd today. I got to read some Super Chats, guys. This is the same man who sent like 40 emails in five minutes. He has issues. This is like serious. Hello. Yeah, I there? just I just brought you are back you on. Hello, are you there? Yeah. How many times you would try to smear my name on emails that y'all never showed because y'all was scared to put it on? Are y'all you pre- are you pretending that you didn't send those nasty those crazy see, emails like a crazy see, man? They was not nasty vulgar emails. So stop lying. No, I'm talking, but I'm talking like about like a crazy man. I sent emails to you because I want forty you to in five minutes. That's a lie, right there. It took six days to do that. No, you sent a bunch, a slew. In six days, yes. Nuh-uh. Six days, not just six it. days, multiple, oh, multiple, multiple. Okay, look, why you can't? Why you jump into something else where you don't want to hear the truth come out my mouth about? You don't tell the truth. You come on here huh? every day that you call. You lie. You're a liar. Can we talk? And about you have never apologized for your lies. 
can we talk about Obamacare? I don't care. Look, you have I'm, never apologized. You did not call about you, Obamacare. You called about you, you, June, blah, my, blah. You're not my mother, okay? So I'm not going to apologize to you for nothing. <laughs> you talking about apologize. Like, yeah, like uh, are you saying that you've apologized to your mother for hating her? I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Did you, you said that you were that I'm not your mother, so you will not apologize to me for I anything. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. You're a shameless I liar. My mother, I apologize to my mother for plenty of things I did wrong. That I did wrong. I took responsibility for my actions. Oh, okay. Big she man. Big the, man. She bought me. She bought me in this world and, and raised me and brought me up as a gentleman. She did her job, so I ain't got to tell her I forgive her for nothing. Like them suckers on your show and just Lee show. Oh yeah, they're the suckers. Yeah, they're the suckers. Why, why would you Getting their lives together, and, bought, and they're the suckers. They you, you call the into this show and they, come and lie every time they, you come in. They, they bought, they, and they're the, the suckers. Bought these people in the world, and they go talk about. I, 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 I want you to apologize to me. The mother did not bring the child into the world. They did. God did who that. Who brought them in the world? Then God did. Whom who, you who? don't. Whom you do who, not who? even believe in. Through who? Through who? The mother. It's, and the father through the father no, to the mother. No, we're looking on loan from the father. How did you get here? You came through from my your father's womb. Nope, from my oh, father. You what you came through your father's butthole? Tony is banned again. Tony is banned. Tony, he whack. Sorry about that, kids. I probably should have known to hang up on him earlier. What a mess. Tony, you are banned. That's the second time Tony's been banned. <laughs> Gross. Tony is a certified sucker, says CorbraCoy99 with a Trovo colorful chat. Indeed, he is. Indeed. Wow. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, guys, hang tight. I have an update on the McCloskeys. The McCloskeys, honestly, I don't particularly trust them. I like the picture of them defending their home. I don't know much about them. I know that they appeared at the RNC, which honestly makes me kind of not trust them. (laughs) Because people who appear at the RMC... RNC, Republican National Convention. Doesn't banned mean forever, Hake? Yeah, um, he's banned until further notice. He's banned until further notice. He doesn't apologize, right? At one time, I think he did apologize, though, and then he was unbanned. So he lied about that, because <laughs> he has apologized before. He got vulgar with me once before, I banned him. And he called back apologizing. And I accepted the apology, and I think I hung up on him after that. But maybe that was Earl. Anyway, M- Mark and Patricia McCloskey, according to the Epic Times, just a quick he- quick update on this. They pleaded guilty to charges, and they're going to surrender their guns. Wow. Shocking, kind of, a little bit. According to the Epic Times, the St. Louis couple who were seen holding firearms as BLM activists... Black Lives Matter activists, approached their home, pleaded guilty to several misdemeanor charges and surrendered their guns. Mark McCloskey, who's a lawyer, 
which makes me not trust him. Because <laughs> lawyers are often liars. Not always. Pleaded guilty to a Class C misdemeanor. By the way, this guy's running for office, I think. Fourth degree assault. Excuse me, the BLM people who came on their property should be the ones charged with assault. But anyways, his wife, Patricia McCloskey, pleaded guilty to a Class A misdemeanor of second degree harassment. Harassment? The BLM people should be accused of harassment, not her. They will pay maximum fines of $2,000 and $750, respectively, I guess. They will not serve any jail time. Most notably, however, the two will be forced to forfeit the weapons they were holding when they confronted BLM protesters, agitators, they're not protesters, communists, enemies of America who need to be deported or in jail or both, who were marching near their home last sucker. Last, I was thinking the BLM people are suckers. Last summer. Last summer was a sucker. Uh, on Thursday evening... Following the guilty pleas, Mark McCloskey told Newsmax why the couple pleaded the way they did. Prosecutors dropped all the felony charges, all the gun charges, and charged me with a crime, he said, that said I purposely placed other people in apprehension of of imminent fear of physical injury, and by God, I did it. That's what Mark McCloskey said. Fair enough, I guess. But not fair. Let's be honest, still a joke. That's what the Second Amendment was there for, and I couldn't say no to that one, he said. That's what the guns were for. The guns were to scare people off and make sure they didn't approach us. That's what the guns did, he said. The two have claimed in media interviews that the protesters were trespassing, and indeed they were. They broke a fence. They broke a gate. Noted the Black Lives Matter, allegedly. Black Lives Matter protesters in St. Louis and other cities have committed arson, and engaged in acts of violence. couple previously pleaded not guilty and were slated to go on trial November this year. BLM protesters told them that they were going to kill us, said Patricia McCloskey last year. They were going to come in here. They were going to burn down the house, she said, recalling what the demonstrators said. And you know what? I don't disbelieve her. (laughs) I don't know if I believe her, but I don't... It's... I, I certainly wouldn't put it past these agitators to say stuff like this. She went on. They were going to be living in our house after I was dead, and they were pointing to different rooms and said, this is going to be my bedroom, and that's going to be the living room, and I'm going to take a shower in that room, they said, according to her. Richard Callahan is a local prosecutor. He said that he alleged that some of their claims were unfounded. There was no evidence that any of the protesters, agitators, rioters, had any weapon had a weapon, and no one I interviewed realized that they had ventured into a private enclave, according to him, and according to them. That's what he said in a statement on Thursday. What a joke. Putin is right about this. America has no place accusing Putin of political persecutions. Free Chauvin, says Brenda Bowser. Brower. Bowser. <laughs> Brenda Brower. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. They tore the gate down, according to uh, When It Rains. Terrible stuff. Let me read a... uh, Oh, yeah, I already read that one from Hydro. Shout out to Hydro. Thank you for the support. Let me get to T in Alabama. He has an interesting question. 
T, how are you doing? Doing fine, man. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Yeah, um, man, you know, you've been talking a lot, so I forgot. What, what, what's my question, man? I lost my train of thought. The meaning of love. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you, uh, you know, I was glad to see you sort of uh, admit that you don't know what love is, right? <laughs> um, that you don't, you know. You do you listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Well, you know, like I said, I listen to you guys, so when I come at you, it's a I'm reference to it's okay. it's a reference to, you end up lying either way, but it, no, no. You haven't I'll lied yet. You, you haven't lied truth. yet. Uh, it's not what I said. Yeah. So I, whatever. But um it is interesting that you uh listen to the JLP show. He's referencing something that I said on the Jesse Lee Peterson show during the expert segments. Jesse was asking us, the experts, Jesse Lee Peterson's experts. Yeah, and I want to make whether a point we have unconditional that. love or whether right. God has unconditional right. love. And I want to make a point about that. Okay, like I said, when I I listen to you guys, you know, so when I you know sort of combat y'all lies, I want to make sure I'm not lying about you. Okay, that's it. That's, that's what the Pharisees tried to do to Jesus too. Right. They listened closely to him and try to catch him and yeah. entrap him. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask you a quick question. Yeah, also, uh, since you brought that up, why was Jesus crucified, man? Uh, in order to uh, he died for our now, sins. Why, why did the Pharisees want him make, uh, crucified? Uh, he threatened their power because the people loved him more than them. Okay. No, kind of like why? Trump. Kind of like Trump. The establishment uh, okay, hates Trump well, because the peop- we the people love Trump. And we can see Trump is real and trust- well, well, fairly well, trustworthy this, this, and not them. Right. So just so like Jesus... Got- Okay. Yeah. So you comparing Trump to Jesus? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. 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 Brothers, okay. they are brothers. Donald okay. Trump is okay. Jesus's little brother. Okay. I'm on the uh, city, <laughs> man. Um, and, and like I said, you know, I, I, you guys, and y'all constantly talk about there's only love and hate, right? Okay. So you don't know if you love or if you really hate folks, right? Right. Since you don't know what love is. Right. So, you know, so you, you possibly do I hate think I said, right? I don't know if I have love. Something like that. So if you ain't got love, you got hate, right? Right. According to your, your teacher, your, your, your learner. He is right? not my teacher. The only, only the okay. Holy Spirit is the teacher. Okay. So That's in the Bible. All right. So, so JLP, JLP is not a teacher. Just clarify okay. that. Okay. See, so you do okay. be right. you do okay. be lying. Okay, James. Let me. All so, right. in regards to that question, unconditional love. Okay. Yeah. And I constantly hear, you know, and I hate even bring his name up, but I constantly hear your your. You, you don't your, hate. Your, you don't your hate your to boss. bring his name up. You bring his name okay. up every single time. Well, anyway, let me just say. <laughs> Okay, he, because, he says that. Because you're banned from loves, the show and you're too listen, proud listen to apologize for being wrong. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 for being wrong, I'd like to say anyway. He said he, had, he loves everyone, right? Yes. Okay. But yet, he believes in unconditional... No, he believes in conditional love, right? Yeah, that means that you treat people uh, differently based on what okay. their actions so call for. So that means that... Unless they meet your conditions, you don't love them, right? Not true. Not true. 
That's, that's what not it what means. that means. But, I mean, that's not what that, that means. That doesn't mean. James. Explain that to me. When, that when means you love says, your enemies, but you do right. You do right. You don't. You don't say, okay, you, "Oh, you can come into you, the kingdom you, of heaven, you if sinner." You say, Georgia, if Florida belongs. Love, Georgia, Florida get, should have this big, huge statue in Newark, New Jersey. That's unconditional love. So what? Georgia, Florida should have a big, huge statue in, is it Newark, New Jersey? That is unconditional love. What's Satanic. Georgia, Florida? What's that? The man who, and I use the term man very loosely, he was so, allegedly, he was so out of his mind high on you fentanyl about George Floyd? that he tried to pass a bill twice. It was so bad okay. that apparently the store owners called oh, the cops. If the well, store well, owners man, are calling the George cops, Floyd, right? if the store owners, Floyd. let me just go on this slight rant. If the store owners are calling the cops in Minneapolis, I think the crime is reasonably serious. It's a reasonable concern that the cops should be coming and showing up on the scene and apprehending the suspect. Just FYI. Okay, yeah, y'all just won't let that George Floyd go, won't you? Y'all, y'all just really hurt that. Y'all are the I ones who are building the big old no, statue. Not, I, I, I don't build it up, man. I ain't building that. Enough. You support so, the you statue? Know, put me in that. You support no, that statue? Yeah, you know, that's you know. I don't believe in graven images. Okay. Nice. Like you guys. Now you. I'm Good. quite sure you would love. All right. I apologize. So it wasn't y'all. It wasn't y'all, okay. Tony. I mean, but that, yeah. I don't believe in that. Don't the Bible speak about that? Right. Okay. But with Donald Trump, you'd be happy about that. They'll put that up there, right? He should go on Mount Rushmore. Yes. Okay. See, yeah. You. But anyway, so in regards to conditional love, conditional love means what? There's, I don't know either. That's that you're uh, you're messing. Well, well, no, you're being. You're uh, acting mean, like you, you a lawyer what? slash liar, no, as I'm Chris pointed you, out. No, James. Skateboard I'm just white Chris question, man. pointed it out. It's just love. It's not conditional or unconditional. It's just love. Okay. So. Y'all don't believe, or Chris, or whoever. Yeah. Jesse says he don't believe in unconditional love, right? So that means that he don't love everybody. That does not mean right? that. That does not mean yes, that. Yes, it does, James. No, it doesn't. Why, why can't you admit that, man? Because unconditional I mean, love serious. is not actual love. Why can't you just admit that there's, you know, a person can't <laughs> love everybody? Okay. Yes, they can. That's what that's you know, what Jesus commanded. You know, Jesse, Didn't Jesus command you know, we love our okay, enemies? Commanded and neighbor and, and you know. Now he didn't command. Yeah, he said a new commandment I give you, love one another. He also said, Love your enemies. I do believe that Jesus that, said that's that. The Ten Commandments. Is that the Ten Commandments? No, I think Jesus said it. That's ten well, I mean Ten, yeah, ten Commandments says love your neighbor. God, so Jesus Jesus was God, so I mean, yeah, same thing. Yeah, but you, I just are, you really you, are man. confused. The reason, no, you are confused. Let me tell you the reason why the Pharisees, why they wanted Jesus crucified, James. Mm-hmm. One simple thing. Okay, one simple thing that he it's rich hearing uh, a man is bitter. It's rich no, hearing a man listen. is bitter and dark as tea. Dark on the inside. Listen. I'm talking about. Uh, talking about listen. Jesus. James, I'm okay, what's the one simple thing? Man. Go for it. Go for it. The one simple thing is the reason why they wanted him crucified is because he was given the impression that he was God. Okay? 
the son That's of God. The son of God. Crucified. No, no, that he was God. The son of That's God. That's why they wanted him to go. Okay? That's the reason. The son of God. Okay? No, that he the was The king God. of the Jews. Okay? That's the reason why they want him crucified. Were they right okay. to crucify him? Were they right? Uh-huh. No. So, the, so you're saying it was all a misunderstanding. They misunderstood Jesus. Just like you misunderstand because you are completely blind, Jesse Lee Peterson. Yeah, Isn't that an interesting parallel? Wow. Because you make claims, you make claims about JLP that are not true. Yeah, because and then that's your whole, your whole fake reason for opposing uh, him. Very interesting. You're just like the Pharisees. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, T. Because he's a, he's a hypocrite. That's why. Okay, wonderful. Okay, and you, and this you follow snake, the same This line. snake calls in on my show, and every time he cannot help himself. And he I'm calls gonna, in like a snake question, to talk go. about JLP. One last question, man. To, j to talk about question. JLP. What? Like and a message, hurt man. girlfriend. Why? Like a scorned why, woman. Why did you just ban Tony from your show because he, he uh, expressed his opinion to you? No, Yo, he got vulgar. Why you got a little emotional? He got he vulgar. I didn't, see, I didn't hear him say, what, because he said you came from your mother? I didn't want to take the chance. T, I appreciate your call. I don't know if you're going to say anything vulgar or not. <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I didn't want to make the same mistake twice, am I right? Although I frequently do. <laughs> what a mess. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice, as George, Georgia W. Bush said. Well, you aren't going to fool me twice. <laughs> I think he said something like that. He was evil, too. I didn't know it. Kenny in Idaho. How are you doing, Kenny in Idaho? I'm fair to Midland. Fair to Midland? Yeah, that's a saying of old-timers. Uh, old All right. And, and I admire them. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I don't know. Was I there when I was born? <laughs> my memory didn't start <laughs> happening until about three years old. I remember that. I remember that they told me I was three when I began remembering stuff. So how many years <laughs> since three has it been? Well, they, they got a document that alleges, alleges. <laughs> That I was born in '68, so okay. you do the math. Gen X. Is that Gen X? I think it's Gen X. Yeah. Well, I've heard uh, I've heard the cusp for the boomers is '67. Okay. Uh, yeah. I missed it by one year. I know. I, I missed. Been, I missed Gen X by one year too. Yeah. I, I thought been, I was uh, Gen X until the end of high school. Then I learned about Gen right. Y. Yeah. Who are Mo these? People that are uh, dictating which years are good for the greatest generation and which years. So you're in, a, oh, you you're in your 50s? Best. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, that's, I, I feel like I'm uh, just over 27, uh, 28, thereabouts. You're pretty like, healthy? Like, you got a good back uh, and everything? Good knees? But that's all. Um, you know, uh, I, I learned something in <laughs> accepting the Lord and accepting the truth of creation and God and things of the Spirit, is that uh, 
it doesn't do us really any good to uh, to kind of judge even even stuff that seems benign, like I judge whether or not I have uh, good teeth, good hair. What about good back good. and knees? All I know is I got a good appetite. <laughs> Man. And uh, when I'm thirsty, I, I get a good appetite for a drink of cold water. You or, guys, man. Uh, urinal Cake Sorcerer says, what is wrong with you callers? Answer the question. You ain't that interesting. <laughs> nope. Not interesting at all. But anyway, I still appreciate you, Kenny. What did you want well, to... You, you, you had a tip for me or something? No, I, I, uh, I appreciate your expertise on uh, the JLP earlier. That was great. Uh, oh, cool. Really good banter. And, uh, and what do you think about uh, the uh, explosion of the mainstream, I mean, the uh, alternative news sources hitting the airwaves over digital television? Do y'all get any uh, antenna TV? I uh, mean, a rooftop uh, signal? You know what? Um, I haven't really s- noticed that. I have seen I saw Jesse Lee Peterson on One America News Network, which was an outlet that was touted by Trump, our real President Trump, during his administration. He said that One America News Network, O-A-N-N, is a uh, good, a uh, better source than, he he prefers them to Fox News, let's let's just put it that way. And I saw Jesse, did you see Jesse Lee Peterson's appearance on One America News? A couple of weeks no, ago, I think. but I, I do recall him uh, mentioning these other news sources, which are, uh, they've been on the internet the, time, the whole time, but and now there's an explosion. I'm, I'm getting uh, Christian broadcasters over my antenna, uh, free TV lately, yeah. and uh, I guess... I guess you gotta be in the right market, you gotta be in a red state, maybe, that's that's my problem. I mean, that's the... The main problem with it. the mainstream, their their viewership is going through, down the tubes, and I guess their stockholders don't care about that. Huh? Wow. And the board of directors don't care about uh, all of the award shows that their viewership is failing. Yeah. And the and the ma- major sports broadcasts, although I still tune in to portion of right. MLB, Major League Baseball. And JLP appeared on uh, Infowars.com with Alex Jones just uh, yesterday. Oh, I gotta catch that. I gotta catch that on my internet. I think I can, I think I can pull that up on a yeah. uh, recycled uh, TV, I mean, a video. Okay. Yeah, um, Donald Trump is going to be interviewed, I think, guess uh i guess it's gonna come out on twitter from real america voice real america's voice r-a-v real am real am voice is their twitter handle yeah that's monday at noon pacific on uh, real america's voice and they got the free streaming uh live broadcast uh on the internet uh real america's voice Congratulations to them. That's cool. Yeah, that uh, that is a good thing. But uh, it's just a matter of time before they get um, bought out. You know, they, uh, we'll see. We'll see what Max happens. Max had a guy storm off the set. Who did? 
uh, Newsmax was interviewing uh, Mike Lindell about the election fraud. And Whoa. One, I don't there know, was some, no election uh, fraud. <laughs> say again? There was no election fraud. Right? So, but they had Mike, Mike Lindell stormed off the, the thing, or what? No, no, some no-name news presenter on Newsmax. Stormed thought, off wow. after something yeah. that Mike Lindell said? Yeah. Okay, was, interesting, I hadn't heard that. He was trying to overtalk Mike Lindell. Yeah. And Mike Lindell was just going to harness in the Holy Spirit. And, right. And he goes, wait, what? Hmm. He Interesting, goes, Wait, man. what? And shot him up. He <laughs> walked off the set. The poor guy uh, felt sorry for the news presenter. Yeah. Interesting. But the, there was two of them. There was a, a lady Newsmax uh, broadcaster and then the uh, journalist or whatever you can call her. And she just sat there and uh, she, could, she was handling herself. Right. Maybe, maybe she didn't want people got to get their to be stuff associated with the. Together. Anyway, man, else. I appreciate it, Kenny. Thank you for the t- for the tips. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, David Brody's TV show. Um, he's on for one hour. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah. Have a good right weekend, on. Kenny. Yeah, appreciate the you. The Lord bless you, and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the fathers. Yes, the women too. That is right. Father's Day is this Sunday. Church with yeah, Jesse Lee Peterson Tuesday. on Father's Day. Wow! And happy Father's Day. Indeed. I'm not a yeah. father. Well, yet. They, uh, in, in God's we'll eyes, if someday down the road you do become a father, then in God's eyes you're a father now. Okay. Because of your attitude towards him makes you father-worthy, and you got uh, people All right. under you ex- accepting uh, truth through you. You have kids, Kenny? In the name of the father. You have any children? Well, not that I know of. <laughs> At one point, I was a effort. I was a, uh, what do you call him? <laughs> Slut maker. Oh, no, right, I okay. I got I you. Know. I caught your drift. Interesting, right man. On. Well, thank you, man. I'll be calling you again. Right on. Thanks, James. All right. Okay. Take care. Very nice. Very nice. Um, man. Okay. Let me just double check my my uh, items. There was there might have been something. Oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let me show this Christian Christians engaged before I get to calls. Eric in Florida, first time caller, supports Juneteenth. I'm coming to you next. Hang tight, man. But real fast, I have some screenshots from this website of this Christians Engaged organization, a nonprofit, 501c3 out of Texas, but they're not recognized as 501c3 nationally. 501c3 means nonprofit tax exempt, right? They're a Christian organization, religious, Christians Engaged. And it's led by this woman named Bunny Pounds, B-U-N-N-I, Pounds, a woman, I think it's a white woman, former congressional candidate, one of those politically active women, 15-year political consultant and motivational speaker. What? 
but she's a Christian. She seems like she's probably a nice lady. The vice president is this Tracy or Trace Tracy woman, Bradford, former president of Texas Eagle Forum. Eagle Forum is a well-known organization that was started by the great lady Phyllis Schlafly, who seemed to be a true lady. She appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show at least once and probably multiple times. He's spoken, JLP has spoken at Eagle Forum at least once, maybe multiple times. Phyllis Schlafly, great, beautiful woman. She is now gone. She died a few years back. But anyway, uh, these are the people who run this organization. And there's, I have some other pictures of other uh representatives and people who are on this advisory board. A lot of women, a lot of guys, old guys, right on. On the leadership page, it has a picture of this lady, this bunny thing, bunny. Bunny is her first name, right? B-U-N-N-I. What a weird first name or interesting first name. Not trying to offend her. (laughs) Uh, This is the organization that is being called, oh, because you believe in the Bible, the Bible supports the Republican Party. Therefore, you should, I talked about this in Hague News at the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Basically listing all the stuff, oh, abortion would not be supported under the Bible, um, same-sex marriage, real definition of marriage, wouldn't be supported under being a real Christian. Basically, the IRS man was saying, that you can't be a Christian and a Democrat, therefore, a Christian organization, especially Christians engaged, who touts stuff about public policy, cannot be tax-exempt because they're political, they're private interest. But there's a whole lot of organizations that are interested in public policy stuff, that are nonprofits. On one hand, I don't, I, I don't know much about this organization. I'm not saying that you should necessarily support them. But on the other hand, them versus the government? I'll, I'll go with them every time. Hey, Hake, Tony likes to bring, brag about, the America, about America becoming less white, being less white. America ka, 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 is changing away from you whites. But it is not from the increase in blacks. When the time is right, politicians are going to change the spotlight to a different POC group. That's true, Corbra Coy, 99, with a Trovo colorful chat. Indeed, the uh, Hispanics have already surpassed the blacks, in part due to uh, black birth rates are not as high not nearly as high as the Hispanics. And uh, not to mention abortion. If blacks hadn't aborted all those babies, maybe they'd still, very likely they'd still be in the, the um, they'd be the biggest so-called minority. Let me get to Eric, a first-time caller in Florida. How are you doing, Eric? Thank you for holding. Hey, what's going on, brother? How can you hear me? Uh, I hear you great. Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, I wrote some notes down so I can stay on track here. I just got four points. 
uh, but it all falls under one big one, and that is, in my opinion, the United States of America has been specifically anti-slavery since July 4th, 1776. Okay. So for Juneteenth, um, oh, and by the way, for uh, Pentecost on Sunday, as per Orthodox Christianity, Sunday is also the day of Pentecost, as well as Father's Day. So oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah, man. So for Juneteenth, I support it, and I look at it like this. Um, do you smoke cigars? Do you guys smoke cigars? No. Okay. Well, in cigar smoking, there's this thing called the Brotherhood of the Leaf. It's basically anyone that goes to cigar lounges. You can go into a cigar lounge all over the world, and it's almost like you're in the same place every time. When I look at Juneteenth, I look at it as like a holiday where mature adults can sit around and talk about like the deeper stuff that went on to, to stop you know, the slavery in the, in the Civil War. And so it's a day that people can sit and talk about like how many people, how many white people died, you know, in that war, being against slavery. Yeah. Um, they can also talk about the same thing in the U.S. Revolution in 1776. Um, they can also talk about pretty much every war up until about Vietnam, that where the military has tried to integrate racially and sexually both men and, and and woman. Men and women and black and white people have been fighting next to each other in combat in, like, almost every American conflict. Like, there are moments historically where you can actually see where people fought together as Americans, regardless of their race or creed or religion, since the revolution. And so a holiday like this, in my opinion, is a good opportunity for people to look at that stuff, to look at our past, and to become better, as opposed to thumbing, you know, thumbing our noses at each other over this. Um... So that's like my first point. In that, in, that, in that aspect, I support Juneteenth as a learning point that people can use for a positive. You know what I mean? Do you know anybody who's doing that? Who's, who's showing <laughs> respect for all the whites who died? In order uh, to... Yeah, man, I'm from the South, dude. There's a lot of people. I think what it is, man, is, is the media is, is, is stealing people's voices. There's a lot of young... I'm, a, I'm technically a millennial, too. There's a lot of young people that are like all different races. And I've had really good chats with them about this stuff. Like, I really think, like, we're having the wool pulled over our eyes by politicians and the media to, like, make us hate each other, dude. I, can, I guarantee you, man, there's so many people in my generation of, like, millennials that are just, we're just so tired of this crap, and we just want to be friends. You know what I mean? Um, serious, do you see the country getting better? Um, no, I don't. But I know that there's a bunch of people in my generation that if they knew like, what to do, they would do it. They would, like, do the right thing. Like, I know there's a bunch of people that don't want to, like, hurt each other over this stuff. It's stupid. Who, who did you hear of Juneteenth from? Who, who first told you about Juneteenth? Uh, I actually just saw it on, a, on a, um, a calendar, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So it was, like, a calendar, like, this year? or uh, No, it was actually from a year or two ago. Someone had... Some yeah. private some private company had like seeded it, you know, like a propaganda type thing. Yeah, right. I I know how that stuff kind of works. It starts with marketing, and then you put the idea into someone's head, and then eventually people accept it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that was that was, in my opinion, just objectively speaking, from what I understand, it's when people went into the west part of the Union in the Civil War and said, "Hey, this document has been 
has been what is it ratified so we we're letting everyone know that like you better set your slaves free because they're they're free now crazy <laughs> what are the happen, what so. are the slave owners supposed to do at that point yeah i don't know man i wasn't there i just i'm going off the history of like, i know what, I, what i've learned yeah. um so yeah man uh the other thing too is i wanted to talk about um oh by the way the reason i say that america specifically anti-slave i don't know if you knew this but France was the first international country to recognize the United States of America as a country, as far as I know. Okay. And that, was through dip- that was through diplomatic work of a lot of the founding fathers, who were white. <laughs> right. And, and one of them, in specifically, you know, he might, he might not have been the best behaved person, but Benjamin Franklin did a lot of that for us, and John Adams as well, when they went over to France. Now, our first international conflict that we ever fought which, if I understand correctly, is part of how the United States Marine Corps earned part of their hymn, the lyrics in their hymn, um, was actually a, a war against slavery in North Africa. The, the Adolf of Sweden and the President of the United States signed a, uh, an act making us basically like international allies, and we sent troops over the, over the sea to stop all forms of, of of slavery in North Africa, like sex slavery, white slavery, black slavery, all of it. Like that was our first conflict that we fought as a real country. So if people just chilled out for like 2.5 seconds and read a couple of history books, this is like common history too. This is not sugarcoated. This really happened. Our country went and fought slavery and Thomas Jefferson, uh, prior to him, um, getting out of his presidency, he had already started penning anti-slavery acts because he felt that we needed to stop being part of the slave trade. America, as, a, as a, a, an original nation, needed to stop feeding into an international issue. So this yeah, is not like... I know that jo- General Robert E. Lee called it a political and moral evil. Yeah. And he, he kept his slaves because he inherited this thing from his wife's father, I guess, who died and left him in this estate that he had to take care of. So he kept them on. But I think that a lot of people... I mean, whites are the most, both historically and to this day, not into the white thing, easy to get along with for among other races. To this day! So it's a big lie that they're they're (laughs) quote-unquote racist. They should be smarter and tougher, honestly. Yeah, and The problem is whites are too nice. That's a good segue, because here's my next part. Okay, this is what I told. Was it Nick, the anchor baby? Was yeah, he the one probably. That took my call. What's mm-hmm. up, brother? I thought that was his voice, <laughs> dude. By the way, that's so funny when when Jesse Lee Peterson plays video games. That's so nice. funny, dude. <laughs> anyway, why white people are truly getting upset with the racial issue? This is all it has to do with. It's getting to the point where the the propaganda on TV doesn't matter anymore. All the little slogans. Okay, the protests. That's cool. The issue is that. White women and white children are being raped and murdered, and people are starting to use those rapes and murders as just like they're they're justifying those rapes and murders with the stuff that's going on as as like a reckoning. Those public figures actually right. saying like this is a reckoning. Let me tell you something. If I walk outside and mi abuela is 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 bleeding on the ground, we're gonna have a problem. Okay. That's the problem we're having in this country is people are losing sight of this to where people are actually thinking about, yeah, I am going to go pull that old lady out of that house and beat her up. Right. White. No, 
you're going to piss off her grandson who's six foot tall, man, and he's going to tell you no. That's the problem, is we don't have enough people in my generation going, no, okay, no. So, and a good, here's a good example. I don't know if you remember, but on the Fallen State, you had that sports diversity guy, that big chubby dude. That was yes, to Jesse. okay. Yep. Remember the part where Jesse mentioned that white women have been politically and socially brainwashed to become a sacrifice to black people? Do you remember how that guy reacted when he said that? No. He was just, he was just so like, oh, yeah, well, that's just... Wow. No, man. Yeah. You're not going to sacrifice white women to this bullshit anymore. Sorry I cursed. But anyway, people will, ta- will say that like a white majority country is full of Nazis because they will push... They push us, they push things in our face, and they say basically, like, on a whole national level, we're going to push all this chaos into your face, and then we're going to create all this legalese nonsense that's going to make you afraid to raise a finger in reaction in any right. way. And then the second you raise a finger, we're going to give you a police protection order, we're going to take your guns from you, we're going to make you feel like you're evil, all because I don't want you raping my grandmother in the middle of the street. Or yeah. crashing my police cars, or setting my buildings on fire. Yeah, mine, America. You know the real Americans that are just like, can I just go to work this morning and not worry about running over a roadside bomb or something? Yeah, because it feels like they're turning our country into Afghanistan. And it's I was evil. there, and that's horrible. So, anyway, you're Hispanic, Eric. No, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm white as the clouds. Okay, <laughs> you threw me off when you. Well, I wasn't sure what you were. And then you said mi abuela. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a nod to to Nick, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a nod to all my, all of my American people, dude. Well, I, I appreciate it, Eric. Stuff. I still yeah, don't support Juneteenth, but I I, I know guess I don't. get what you I mean. It. Yeah, I, I mean, get it's, what you it, it is an opportunity to point out. You know, somebody said in the chat, and I saw uh, JLP retweeted um, my guest from this week. I don't know if you caught it. Steve King from Iowa said 700,000 white Christian men died in the conflict to, according to him, save the Union and end slavery. Yeah. Their descendants, such as they exist, are still waiting for a thank you from the Congressional Black Caucus. Instead, they demand slavery reparations. Yeah, and they also demand that we dig up graves of people who have federal protection under the United States Department of Veterans Affairs. They want to dig up those people's corpses. That's an absolute no-go, and you're going to piss off a ton of veterans including black veterans. I yeah. guarantee it. Yep. So, I appreciate it, Eric. Interesting call, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Do yeah, call again you if you can. For, yeah, I've been watching you guys for a while. That's um, cool. Yeah, man. And Jesus is God. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. All right, man. All right, bro. I appreciate it. Take care. All right, see you. All right. Oh, man. Blazing hogs and from Dayton, Ohio, and Robert from Kansas, and Rick from Hampton, and Dula from Detroit, and the rest of the callers. <laughs> Blazing Hog says Putin is more American than Biden. Robert wanted to talk about Juneteenth, would have been very interesting. And Rick from Hampton, too, wanted to talk about this June, I should call it June blah blah. And Dula from Detroit says the Bible says J- real Jews are black. Guys, I cannot get to you. Call me to uh, Monday or whenever you can. And, uh,. <laughs> This has been the Hake Report, thehakereport.com, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. JesseLeePeterson.com for JLP stuff. RebuildingTheMan.com slash church for Church with Jesse Lee. I will be on the cross stream. Samuel the Swedes, I believe, YouTube channel. 
Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific time, my time. And, uh, of course, The Fallen State, happening in less than an hour. TheFallenState.tv on YouTube. Thanks, guys. Take care.